Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is uh, seven minutes after nine o'clock. And uh, Brian, uh, this national debt clock, did it not shoot yesterday like an enormous it amount It must forward? have because I remember you talking Monday about the debt clock. You asked me, has it eclipsed 31? I said, no, not yet. Probably by the end of the week. And then you said something like, oh, it'll never get to 31 by the end of the week. And I, I just got on there last night. I don't know what prompted me to do that. But it's like, oh, it's at 31. It was at 29.3, I think. Or 29, uh, it was 30 trillion. And I think we had like another 30 or seven, no, 70 billion dollars to go to make it to 31. And in a matter of hours, yeah, it did. So something happened. Uh, that I was Has saying, anyone reported on why it lurched that much? Nobody that I know of has, um, but it did, and we are now, ladies and gentlemen, at thirty-one trillion forty-two billion nine hundred thirty-nine million and uh, almost one uh, one million dollars. Yes, that's that's quite an accomplishment, isn't it? Wow, <laughs> I am so proud of Washington. You Democrats and Republicans, you've done such a fabulous job controlling that spending. Wow. That's, that is so impressive. I'm watching it, and it, it, uh, it's like watching a slot machine in Las Vegas, only you're absolutely positively guaranteed to lose. There, there is no winning. Debt per citizen is now a paltry $93,167. That means if you just gave birth to a child, that kid is already nearly 100000 in debt. And this doesn't include the student loan forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> so you should probably add that in there, too. And don't click debt clock time machine unless you want to have a heart attack. <laughs> now, if we eliminate the everybody counts 93,000 we could go to the number of people who work in the country and divide the debt up that way so if you're working you owe 246,689 dollars if everybody working would pay that we'd be out of debt <laughs> gee wow i'll send my check in today yeah yeah do that uh let's see what else you know what i'm going to do i'm just going to i'm going to shoot ahead just to see what we look at. Don't do it. Don't uh, do it. You think I'm going to regret it, huh? <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, 2026. And here it goes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to do that. In four years, at the current rate, we will be $40,452,000,000,000 in debt. That's, that's impressive. Man, I am... I'm so proud. I don't want to. I don't want to vote for anybody but Democrats and Republicans because they got this under control. Well, just think. You know, uh, you can grouse about this all day long, but we're saving the planet with all this uh, money. You know, with the battery-powered cars and yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh huh. Did you see that piece yesterday on Fox News? Uh, where if you get a high-speed charger, and you have that new GM Hummer, yeah, high speed. This is a two twenty two forty volt. Uh, charger at your house, you can charge that sucker up in a mere 24 hours. 
24 hours, huh? 24 hours, yeah. Uh, that's, if you're that's working the with high speed charger. That's the high speed charger, yeah. I figured if, you were going to tell me it was a, an hour or something. No, 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 no. no. And, if, and even then, these numbers aren't even close to right. But then, if you don't have 220 volts handy, you're just working with 110 volts. Uh huh. You can bring that up to snuff in a mere three days. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You. You wouldn't have to run for blood or bullets in that time. You'd be okay. But <laughs> but if you have any kind of an emergency, you better count on just not making it. <laughs> Two three days. I just wondered. Uh, have they? No, they haven't thought through anything. But. I mean, let's suppose that uh, we have all electric vehicles on the road, and there's a big traffic jam, and everybody has now run out of juice. <laughs> How are you going to get a uh, a vehicle out there well, to, to charge these vehicles? Tell me what the weather. Stranded? Tell me what the weather conditions are. Is it fall? No, and it's snowing. snowing. It's snowing. And, yeah, and the uh, oh. you know the highway is just full of snow, and the 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 uh, Snowplows can't even get the electric snowplows can't even get through. Button up your overcoat. You forgot your pants. You uh, actually would be very, uh, very cold because you'd have to shut the thing off. Have yeah. to kill the heater. You can't. Uh. Yeah. And then in, in the other part of this that I always envision is they finally break these cars loose and they have to tow them. Uh, to the charging station, and it has maybe ten or fifteen bays, and they're all taken, and it takes them an hour, hour and a half to charge up. So everybody has to wait until the vehicle in front of them has enough juice to get out of there. So you would have a traffic jam that would go like from Jeff- Jefferson City to to Columbia. It would be impressive. Wow. That's, uh, that, and then, of course, you have to have a lot of electricity for all of this. I mean, you've got to have quite the power grid. Where does electricity come from, anyway? Uh, pixie dust. Pixie dust, okay. Yes. I was thinking that maybe dirty coal was primarily the main source of electric power, but they, they would never use that. Yeah, no. Okay. No, that would not uh, that would not happen. Uh, let's see. Brian says, "Did the debt clock go up from the Fed bailing out the Swiss bank? They didn't. We didn't uh, bail out uh, Credit Suisse, did we? No, we didn't. As far as I know, we didn't. That would be that would be uh, a familiar feeling, though. Credit default swap. Credit Suisse goes under. Ripple effect through the banking industry here. Price of gasoline going up. Oh my." Goodness, that's a rosy picture. <laughs> I feel so good. I I, <laughs> I can hardly stand it. All right, 874-9390, toll-free numbers 800-529-5572. Uh, so there is a, a story, and it is uh, the Telegraph. It's one of the biggest criticisms leveled at modern electric cars. Yes, the official range figures look fine, but you'll rarely get close to them in the real world. Uh, the uh, the column uh, talks about uh, what it takes uh, to decide how far a car can go. Um, one of the incontrovertible facts uh, is that EVs rarely travel as far 
on a charge as the figures say that it will. So if it looks miserable, it's more miserable, just so you know. Um, to figure out uh, how they do this, they, they use the same metric that they use for gasoline-powered cars, which doesn't quite work. The official test, uh, the range figures for manufacturers that they're allowed to publish are dictated by the WLTP, or the World Harmonized Light Vehicle Test Procedure. It's the same test that they use to calculate fuel economy uh, for vehicles that actually, you know, burn gasoline or diesel. It uh, doesn't replicate the sort of conditions that you'll encounter in the real world. Uh, and it's not even close, frankly. Uh, but this is what they're using. And that's why, as bad as it looks, it's even worse. With an electric car, the discrepancy is often more noticeable because a drop in range can make the difference between having to stop for a lengthy charge during your journey or not. But it's not the only reason. The other issue is that electric cars' batteries perform better in warmer temperatures and worse when it's colder. So modern EVs have sophisticated battery heating and cooling systems to keep the battery operating at its optimum temperature. And they drain energy themselves, so their usage still results in a drop in range. I don't care how you do this, these things suck in L water. <laughs> oh, Given the WLTP tests are carried out at 23 degrees and 14 degrees with the latter, this is obviously Celsius, uh, with the latter test uh, factored into the former using a complex formula, it's inevitable that the colder temperatures we usually see in, for instance, Great Britain or perhaps uh, northern North America uh, will result in lower ranges than predicted. Good investment. I am so glad that the Democrats are pushing this. And then they're going to put up these charging stations that will probably be, uh, I'm just guessing, but they'll probably be outdated Battery technology may evolve or change, and they'll use a different method for charging. But the federal government will be stuck with these chargers that nobody will be using. Anybody out there got one of these? Anybody out there have one of those battery-powered cars? I'd love to hear from you. Um, again, it's, I guess, fine if you live in town and you have a charger in your garage and uh, time to spare. But otherwise, this is just stupid. And I can't believe the auto manufacturers are going through with this. Uh, on the economy, uh, there may be an end coming to the hikes in interest rate. I'll tell you why next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 921. I'm just lo looking at this. Howard Johnson's. Man, oh, man. Everybody, we all used to meet at Hojo's. And now they're, they're all gone. The last one just closed. Wow. So, uh, was there Howard Johnson's in Columbia? No, no. I was talking about the one that uh, was at the lake. Across mid-century landscape, the pointy blue weather vane and the bright orange roof was a universal sign for one thing. Howard Johnson's. Even before people started their travels to the summertown, the doors of this Americana institution closed on its final freestanding location. But what are this ones? Uh, but why did it uh, disappear? Well, I don't know. I used to love their their food. I thought it was great. Who else has gone out of business? Um, 
There was a, another, uh, what was that chain? There was another restaurant chain that went out of business that was a national chain. It was, and it seemed to be doing pretty well into the uh, late 70s and 80s, and then suddenly it disappeared. I think they had a problem with the name Sambo's. Do you remember Sambo's? I do, yes. I think they're all gone. Um, there was a hamburger chain in Ohio called Royal Castle, which was better, much better than White Castle. But they're gone. They went out of business. Burger Chef is gone. Oh, yeah. Burger Chef. I I don't know if I... Maybe I'll tell you during the break. Cause I, I got a buddy of mine that uh, used to work there. And he had a peculiar way of answering the phone that may not be arable. I'm not sure. I'll run it past you during the break. Uh, anyway, uh, we're talking about electric cars uh, and now restaurants that have gone out of business. Let me go to the phones. Don is on down at the lake. Don, welcome. How are you? Just fine, Gary. I think I may have a possible solution to the electric car problem. Buy a battery, buy a gasoline-powered car? No. What we do is we put the entire Biden administration on an electric Air Force One when we send them across the Atlantic to the next global warming conference. Yeah? Is is uh, is that post-midterm uh, elections? Well, if, if it was... I'm just saying this because, you know, the Speaker of the House... It would probably work pre- or post-term midterms. Well, if it's pre, Nancy Pelosi would become president. Uh, well, we I, could make sure that she was on it as part of the presidential delegation. I, I see. Special you know, ticket, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys right. are going to get a visit from the Secret Service now, you know. Well, he's not He's not <laughs> suggesting that they do anything. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Just a, a battery-powered Air Force One. Uh-huh. Yeah. How much, how much would that weigh? We, all, we already know that cars weigh a ton more because of all the battery weight. Can you imagine what yeah. kind of battery power you'd need to to power, to to drive Air Force One? Woo! <laughs> yeah, nuclear that, batteries. Yeah, that yeah, nuclear batteries. All right, Don. Thanks. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. That would that would uh, that would be impossible. I guess you'll just have to burn. Well, you know what? Uh, while I think about it, uh, you can't have. Um, the anti-pollution green energy czar flying around the country uh, in anything less than a you know a, a, an internal you know a jet engine that, that burns carbon fuels. Uh, otherwise, how can he tell us how to live? You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but the rules are for thee, not for them. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, you know how that tough. works. Yes, you know, I sure do. Climate change, uh, the climate cons, I think we call them. They, you know, fly across and waste, you know, well, I, jet fuel and all kinds of. Uh, yeah, not John Kerry though. He he does no, not waste. He oh, doesn't no. waste fuel. Uh -uh. He only you know takes a jet when he has to, <laughs> uh, and I think it's his, but I'm not sure. 874 800 Howard Johnson's gone. 
Woolworths gone. Sears and Rubbish, are they still around? I don't think. Well, I think they have an online uh, presence. Yeah. Montgomery Ward is out. Monkey Ward is gone. Yep. Uh, who else? Who else? Is Kmart still around? I think so. I'm not sure. Because Kmart and Sears merged. And uh, and I can't remember the last time I saw either one of them. It seems like it's uh, gone the way of the dodo. Here it says that uh, for now, Kmart's stores in the continental U.S. continue to operate in Westwood, New Jersey, Bridgehampton, and Long Island. Oh, in Miami, Florida, too. For, well, <laughs> they used to so be in Miami. Four of them. <laughs> Jeez. It's amazing how those big places just sort of evaporate. F.W. Woolworth. Wow. Yeah, that's the marketplace. <clears throat> All right, excuse me. We got to move on. Uh, can't talk about gasoline-powered cars forever. I told you that there may be an end to the interest rate hikes coming. And the reason for that is, according to the Wall Street Journal, a sharp slowdown in global trade points to a possible recession, lower inflation. See? That would do it. Uh, world trade in goods is set to slow more sharply than previously expected next year. Possibly easing inflationary pressures, but raising the risk of global recession. You you, you know, you just, you, when you got a central government that controls everything, you just have to take the good with the bad, you know? With the surge in energy costs and rising interest rates, weakening household demand, exports, and imports should increase by just 1% in 2023, down from a previous forecast of 3.4. And the price... I told you two months ago, I told you two months ago, I don't know of anybody that was saying this sooner than me, that the price of gasoline would be going back up. And it is. California had a refinery burn down that, uh, or explode, and, and that was uh, problematic for, for the uh, West Coast. But it's going up everywhere. There is no place... Uh, that isn't experiencing hikes in the price of gasoline. Uh, Gary, you may want to watch Daily Bread on Tubi. It concerns problems encountered uh, when the world is hit with an electric grid failure. It's an interesting series, very thought-provoking. Yeah, if an, you know, if there's an EMP, you're not going anywhere. Your 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 car is toast. Because it just becomes a 4,000-pound paperweight. Joe says, we say a Hummer takes four days to charge on a standard outlet. If you buy a $1,500 outlet, it takes 24 hours. If you want faster uh, charge, it was uh, 15... Really? I don't know where you're putting your decimal point, but it looks like 15,000. Uh, let's see. Gary, to fully explain, I sent you the other day concerning... Uh, Okay, that's uh, altogether different. Uh, all right, I, I'm up against the clock. Got to take a quick break. We'll come back, get your phone calls. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. This.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is uh, 9.35. Glad to have you with us, Gary Nolan Show. Uh, great piece of the Babylon Bee. It's a, a picture of uh, Fort Myers, Florida with the uh, flag, the Ukraine flag uh, flying in the background. In a desperate attempt to get help for its citizens and deal with a growing humanitarian crisis in the area, Florida town, devastated by Hurricane Ian, has taken the unusual step of raising the Ukrainian flag, hoping to convince Congress to send aid. The Ukrainian government flies this flag, and they're just swimming in billions and billions of dollars in support from the United States. We're just swimming in sewage, said Ray Valdiva, response coordinator, working to assess the damage in the town. We tried going through the normal channels to get help from the government, but Biden just sent us a letter of best wishes that looks like it may have been written in crayon. Though the situation across the Sunshine State has been uh, critical since the uh, hurricane blew through last week, Congress has maintained a keen focus on funneling economic amounts of taxpayer money overseas to pay the salaries of Ukrainian government officials and support American defense contractors' war efforts against Russia. <laughs> Fly the Ukrainian flag uh, just to get their attention. Uh, I thought that was funny. All right, uh, 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Elon Musk is in the news. We'll chat about that. We'll do that in just a few seconds. Uh, Does does Nick have an electric car? Has he got one of these battery parts? Not sure. Not sure. He's just on the top. And he's out. Yeah. Um, Well, that that was a happy phone call. Yes. Yes. I, I wish I could have gotten more, but... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, the no-no word presented came up itself, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I I canceled my Twitter account. Uh, uh, probably a year and a half, two years ago. Because I was just making leftists money. And I don't want to do that. And I couldn't say the things I wanted to say, so I just left it. Now Elon Musk has taken it. He's apparently going through with it. I don't think he had any recourse. I don't think he could back out. So he's going to uh, take over Twitter. And I'm thinking I'm going to resign. When this deal goes through, I'm going to go back to Twitter. Uh, And then I can send out messages, just quick and without worry that I'll be censored. Here's the problem. There's a guy in Ohio, and I've had him on this program. He's a libertarian, and his name, believe it or not, is Gary Nolan. So I can't use my own name. So I've got to come up with a name that will work, that people can identify with. And since he's got my name, uh, I have to invent a new one. What do you think? What should I, what should I uh, call myself, Brian? Nolan Show. The Nolan Show. Just Nolan Show. Hmm. That doesn't have a ring to it. That has a... I'll have to think about it. Maybe listeners can send me uh, their ideas. Uh, but I'm going to get back on it. I I think that uh, with him in charge, things will change. I look forward to it. And you know what else? I think I think he'll he'll financially turn them around. 
I think they'll do better financially when they quit discriminating against conservatives. I'm still kind of confused on the whole... Twitter presented themselves as having so many users, and it turned out that a lot of those users, probably in the millions, were bots. bots. And yeah. they never really got to the bottom of, at least I never heard, um, any type of uh, action, you know, forcing Twitter to s come clean on how many actual users do you have. But, I mean, imagine if you bought a house and they said, yeah, it's a five-bedroom house with four bathrooms or whatever. And, so, oh, yeah, that, that fourth one is uh, it's not really a bathroom. It's, I mean, that's uh, kind of misrepresenting what you're selling. And so I don't exactly understand why he wasn't able to uh, get them to come clean. Maybe maybe he did. Well, I think the problem was that he acknowledged that this was a, you know, that this was a problem when he made the offer. And that's why he he couldn't use it to get out of the offer. Ah. So that's that's where he got in trouble. Now he's buying it. But I think, you know, cuz I don't think they were a terribly profitable company. I think that that becomes a very profitable company when he you know, uh, kind of unleashes liberty there. When he lets people say what they want to say uh, without getting punished. Then I think you'll see conservatives get on board. I Literally, I seriously will. Uh, if the deal goes through and it, it appears that it will, I'm going to go back on and see if, uh, you know, uh, I, I, just, I just think it's going gonna, it's gonna to become profitable. It'll turn around because freedom always works. Uh, Harley said uh, Kmart used to be Kresge's, which, uh, along with Woolworths, was a chain of small variety dime stores that you'd find in the downtowns of small towns all across America. Uh, actually, Kresge's was in big towns, too. Sambo's became Denny's? No, that's not right, is it, Brian? Weren't they both around at the same time? I I know that uh, the name became a problem, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Denny's was around at the same time as Sambo's. Uh, William says, uh, I have EMP protection on my truck. EMP Shield, which is the same company that the government uses, also against lightning and solar flare. So it's uh, not going to help you even if you have your truck protected, because an EMP will take out all of the, the power lines. There will be no electricity coming to your house. So, you know, great, your truck's intact. It's, it's not going anywhere. Uh, Stuart, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm doing well, Gary. Um, I have a, uh, a hybrid vehicle. Uh, I've got a Prius. It's got almost 217,000 miles. All I've done to it is change the brakes and the fluids. Yeah, and I don't have a problem or anywhere near as much of a problem with a hybrid. I think it's an, it's an interesting uh, combination. The because only thing can, that I've started to have a little bit of problem in my head with the amount of input for the batteries. I haven't really, I've, I'm starting to see that it's an incredible amount of or and energy and whatnot to create the batteries, and then what do you do with you when you're done? Yeah, I 
I think they're working on recycling the batteries or something, or they slowly take parts out and use them again. I don't, I'm not sure how that works. However, um, the uh, the hybrid concept is acceptable to me because even if you don't have the battery, if the battery dies, you can still gas up and drive. And if the battery's alive, you get that extra torque. I think it's a neat idea. It's it's a great vehicle. I have had no problems with it. Um, hey, one other thing quick, uh, Gary. I heard you talking about the tuna at CC's. The tuna? Uh, the seared tuna. I, uh, sorry, Charlie. <clears throat> uh, I don't think I talked about it. Oh, I heard. Maybe I just heard an ad. It, it sounds delicious. Um, you know what else is delicious is the dippy sauce and the onion rings. Oh, I think there. you're going. You're you're combining two restaurants. Um, over at CC's? Yeah, CC's doesn't have dippy sauce. No, they do. You they just, have you're bistro mistaken. sauce. I think I saw it on the menu the other day yeah, when I was yeah, there. Oh, no. I, uh, I, I think uh, you got to see your optometrist <laughs> or learn to read. No, no, no. It's bistro sauce with onion rings. Did you try the shrimp at Tescadero? I have in the past, yes. It was oh. in the, the lobster, mashed potatoes, and everything, the salad. I mean, it's just a incredible experience yeah i like the uh, i uh, i get uh, a side of ranch dressing because i love ranch dressing naturally it's got sugar in it but i take the shrimp at tescadero and use that oh my mm. word i'll have to try that next time all right Stuart. thank you glad thank to have you. you on the gary nolan show uh b-i-s-t-r-o bistro uh let's d-i-p-p-y just so you know we're not describing you. We're talking about food. Uh, in Meta, Missouri, we've got Steve. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, two big companies that went out of business were Circuit City and Tower Records. Circuit City. What was it? Wasn't was the Comp USA or something? There was another one. Uh, no, I just remember seeing that they were such a big company, and just all of a sudden they were gone. Yeah. And, and basically the same way with Tower Records. I think there's still one in Japan. Because there was a special movie here a while back, a documentary about how it was so big. And it was it was a thing to go there, like on Fridays when all the new records were released. And then just all of a sudden, it was, it was, it was gone too. Yeah, Brian remembers going out whenever Al Jolson would release a new record. <laughs> He, he would go to, to to Tower Records and... and you, uh, you sure he wasn't there when Thomas Edison had the wax cylinder? <laughs> and that when... well, well, he was, but I was being kind. Oh, oh you, you <laughs> I, didn't want to say he was that old, huh? Yeah, no, I didn't want to let everybody know the true, true okay, age of my... On, then on the electric cars, it's going to come out. This was just a big scheme or a scam. They don't have the range, the... The trucks, I saw a thing here the other day, the the new Ford, if you're towing a load with it, you can only go about 80 or 90 miles before you have to stop and recharge it again. Yeah, this is just yeah. stupid. There's nothing that contains the kind of energy that uh, carbon fuels do. All right, Steve. Same way with the, the, the hurricane, you, all those people having to leave, what were they supposed to do? You just pull in and get gas or carry some extra gas with you. You can't do that with an electric car, man. <laughs> carry some extra batteries with you. All right. Yeah. Steve, thank okay. you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Bill, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm good. Morning, Gary. Morning. Uh, just wanted to update you on that Sambo's uh, 
many years ago, oh, 40, 50 years ago, it used to be called Little Black Sambos. And needless to say, the powers that be come down on them for that. So to get along with everybody, they just dropped the Little Black and called it Sambos. And then after they were still riding them for the Sambos name, and then they changed it to Denny's. And if you remember, they were after Denny's for a long time, suing them for discrimination and everything, because that was still stuck in their craw. So Sambos and Denny's are the same place? I, yeah. I thought they were, uh, I thought they were um, both in business at the same time. No, they're the same place. And, but that's the humorous part, is they used to be called Little Black Sambos. They had those, some of those up in Iowa. All right. All right, that's interesting. Thank you, Bill. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I, I'm sort of surprised. All right, up against the clock. Callers, hang on, because this is going to be a, a quick break, and we'll be back. we got messages coming in at GaryNolan.com. Your calls as well. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 9.53. Okay, what happened to Sambo's? We uh, now know uh, many Sambo's locations were converted to Baker Square restaurants. Uh, some were sold to other chains, uh, and uh, the last one was uh, just went out of business in 2020 in California. I guess that was their first restaurant. Uh, they, the name Sambo's was actually a combination uh, of the two guys that uh, the two folks that uh, started the restaurant, and then uh, some book came out, they, uh, Little Black Sambo or something like that. Uh, and they took advantage of the uh, similar name and sort of populated those restaurants with pictures uh, from that book. Uh, but eventually, uh, it, uh, it, just, it just couldn't make it. Although Denny's Restaurants did buy some Sambo's Restaurants location, the narrative that Sambo's became Denny's is not true. The first Sambo's Restaurant opened June 17, 1957, Santa Barbara, California. Denny started in 1953, uh, Danny Donuts in uh, Lakewood, California, and changed to Denny's in 1961. Uh, as the chain expanded east in the 1970s, uh, concerns grew about its name. Organizations filed lawsuits over the, over the uh, Sambo's name. Uh, the chain uh, faced a number of internal difficulties unrelated to the name. And by 1982, had sold most of its units and filed for bankruptcy protection. So there you go. That's actually what happened to them. Uh, Steve is on the line. Steve, welcome. How are you? I'm fine. Um, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but if we have an EMP, any car with an electronic computer in it will not run either. Well, here's the thing. You can put your car in a... Um, Faraday, uh, yeah. Okay. And then your car is safe. Right. And you can always siphon gas out of the gas station. Well, so you'd, you'd still be able to get around. But if you have an older car with a point brake, uh, What? If you have an older car that still has points and then I'm you're you're breaking up something awful. It sounds like you're calling from Mars, uh, but if your car is in a Faraday cage, uh, an EMP should uh, protect it. 
All right, Steve, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Jerry, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Just fine, Gary. Hey, I work in Springfield one day a week, and I was uh, coming back, and I was in Lebanon, Missouri, and I saw a Tesla pulling a small trailer, box trailer. It was about a four foot by maybe six foot. And I could only think that they had some gasoline back there and a generator. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear it running or anything, but that was the first and only thing that went through my mind is there's a generator back there. Yeah, that's that's the way to keep it running. You just plug it in. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, thanks. Glad to, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Uh let's see, it's never been called Little Black Sambos. It started being associated with the story of Little Black Sambo. Uh it's never been Denny's. Yes, that's that's what we figured out. All right, Darren, thank you. You are you are dead nuts on. Um, perspicacity of the listeners never ceases to amaze me. All right, let me go get some messages here. I think since you have uh, the Gary stake, your new Twitter name should be The Gary Show. The Gary Show. How about The Nolan Show? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Anson, uh, Twitter names Gary the Mooch, Gary Cat Lover Nolan. Dippy Sauce King, G-Man Nolan, or Gary Big Guns Nolan. Uh, I, you know what I think, Brian? I think he may have, he may have hit it here with uh, G-Man Nolan. The G-Man. Except, except Gordon Liddy used to call himself that, so I'm wow. not sure. Uh, once electric cars are introduced to auto racing, I cannot wait to watch the Indy 500. <laughs> Actually, they are racing them. They are racing them. They have uh, a special class, and a, they have pit stops where you know they're trying to get a quick charge and back uh, on the track. I I don't think uh, I don't think you can get a quick, a quick charge. <laughs> I, yeah. I know your pit stops take an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm laughing about. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to the hot dog stand. Uh, Lord, uh, William says I have plenty of gas in my truck. Would definitely go somewhere, uh, Ed. There was a Hojo's Econo Lodge in Columbia from the 1960s to the late 80s. It was located on the business loop, I-70 Drive Southwest, cross street from current Aldi's grocery store. It later became a Days Inn in the 90s, an independent motel in, in the 2010s. It has since closed and been torn down in the last year or so. All right, that's for uh, people in Columbia to know. Uh, what are we doing for time here? We're out of time. Yeah. We're out of time. But I got callers on the line. I want to talk with them. We can do that after the break. Oh, all right. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show 